0: All right, are you guys ready to talk some good old-fashioned football, right? Defense. <laughs> defense, right? Everybody love defense. If this is your first time watching, my name is Law Nation, and we primarily talk Cowboys football and beyond. And I always like to pull up articles. I always like to read early in the morning. And I was able to see this article, Can the Dallas Cowboys... Defense quickly adapt to Dan Quinn's scheme. Everybody knows, I'm going to paraphrase this, everybody knows what happened last year. We was historically bad, right? Blown coverages, and I'm paraphrasing. And, of course, we need to find new defensive front. And they talked about the upgrade duo of Jalen Smith and LVE. Realistically, through the 2021, defense is going to look similar to some of the schemes that we used to do. And, of course, you guys see... D-Law in the middle, he's the leader of this defense as it relates to the front four. I believe a lot of people lean on what D-Law have to say. And they went into details of the virtual meeting session, whereas they should never, ever, ever, ever do that again. So uh, Dan Quinn has worked favors or worked Great deeds with a bunch of players. And on top of that, this will be similar to Chris Richard's a couple of seasons ago. Many of these Cowboys are familiar with this style of system, right? So that is what this topic was all about in this article by Kelvin Brady. I don't know if he's related to Tom, but he wrote a wonderful piece from the inside the star. Now, my thing is, Cowboy Nation, hear me out. Everybody knows that in order for this defense to change, you got to first change with the mind. The mentality got to be there. The, the thought tracks. When you punch somebody in the mouth, you got to make sure. You got to make sure that they don't want no more of it. And that's been missing from the Cowboys for many of years, right? Right. So I think that if D-Law can have some help next to him, that will work out where will you find these guys where can you look to get these type of guys well the quickest way to this is via the free agency now that we got the salary cap numbers but before we do anything of course we got to make sure we take care of home right we got to make sure that we are okay with our quarterback because that's another story maybe i would do this topic let me see if i can find it and maybe we'll do this topic when, when, when time permits. Three things the Cowboys must do if they fail to sign Dak Prescott. I will talk about it now, but it's a lot of toxicity if I go into that aspect of it because a lot of people will be leaning on this side and a lot of people will be leaning on that side before they hear me. Nevertheless, let's talk about this defense. Let's go into the realms of, okay, if you're going to plan from building this team from the inside out, of course you can do it via the draft. You may not get returns on your investment maybe into year two, year three. One can argue and say, hey, that's what we've been waiting on from Tristan Hill. Collectively speaking, Tristan Hill is not that big boy that's going to gobble up too. He's just not. But he is a guy that can shoot the gap, see the gap, get to the hole, and get to the quarterback if he's developing that way. Now that they probably sullied the waters a little bit trying to go to a two gap system because it's a different type of makeup of mindset and it's a different type of philosophy. But they did get a Gallimore who he's a two gapper, but his release is get off. He can quickly convert to a one and he plays with that endless motor type of movement. And I like his strength. So those are two things that we can say with ourselves. All right, cool. They was a little baby. They was a little baby last year with that because he was still learning, right? Now, we did hear rumblings and news from Stephen Jones about, hey, we will bring back, oh yeah, we will bring back McCoy, right? And we heard that. And we was like, as Cowboys fans, there's some that's sitting there saying, okay, yeah, that will be nice, right? Bring back a veteran guy. But it still would not resolve the issue. I don't think that McCoy is that guy that can get us to that next level, right? And just me saying this, I'm not saying that he, if the Cowboys do decide to pick him up for another year, and I'm not saying that he will sully everything or he will stop the growth aspect of these players, but I'm looking for a big body, big plug, you know? You know, but... We do have Antoine Woods, Twaka, right? That's what they call him. And we do have Justin Hamilton, who I feel that, hey, these guys are okay, but we want them guys at rotations. We don't want them guys to be oh the gorilla glue that holds everything together, if you guys get what I'm saying, right? (laughs) But I, I do understand that defense is something that we have to improve on. Yes, we do. I know a lot of people will look at it and say, "Well, this is an offensive-driven league," but you got to stop somebody. And on top of that, if a team is putting up two hundred and fifty to three hundred yards rushing on you, collectively, you in trouble. You got to stop the run. You do make teams one-dimensional. And then when the ball go your way, you got to have playmakers. Hey, Donovan Wilson is a playmaker. Newsflash. Trayvon Diggs is a playmaker. Cheeto Woozie, Jordan Lewis, uh, those guys are solid in a sense, but in Xavier Woods, man. Uh, but they are who we thought they were. <laughs> those guys are who they are. It, it's been enough time to figure out who they are and what they exhibit and exude. But I, uh, out of those guys, Cheeto Woozie. Probably out of those guys, it's the most accomplished guy. Every year he played in the National Football League, he get at least one interception. And on top of that, he's always close to the ball. He just don't get the turnover. One can argue, could that have been scheme? Could that have been just his skill set? Can you guys kick him inside for at least a chance? Blitz him off the edge? There's a lot of things to digest with Cheeto Woozie. But if he somehow, one way or another, come back for dirt cheap, then maybe they will keep him. But we need to have our eyes and ears open, and the Joneses need to really look into this free agency to take a good bite out of it, basically. But let's pull up this thing again, Cowboy Nation. Remember, we're not going to talk about this, but we will talk about this portion. Defensive tackle, the interior, is probably the number one need at this point. Who they got out there on the streets? Keewon Shorts. Oh, Sue is available. Uh, Daquan Jones, he's available. Jonathan Hankins. I I think that Jonathan, out of this list, he's 29 years of age. Uh, I believe in the hearts of hearts. Looking at the money aspect of it, from the Jones' perspective, he may be the number one target, right? Big boy, you put him inside, you don't give him a chance to be the end-all, be-all, but you look at him from the aspect, can he help as a rotational piece or give less reps for Antoine Woods and Justin Hamilton? Or you can look down on this list. Shelby Harris, okay? He's another guy. Sheldon Rankins, he is another guy. Five-year pro, okay? He's 27 years of age, so he's younger than most. And on top of that, If you look at his productions, let's pull that up right quick. Remember, these are not going to be gaudy, gaudy numbers because you want them guys to be in a situation where they're rotating in and they're not getting a whole bunch of reps or what have you. So he had 1.5 sacks, okay, 450 snaps, rotations will be a great situation seven assisted tackle 13 solos that is what you're getting out of a sheldon ranking and on top of that that's a brother that you know for sure he can feel that need a defensive tackle void that the Cowboys been uh waiting and wanting to have okay the other angle would be this cowboy nation oh defensive back i put that In all one category, we're not going to break it down to free safety, safety, slash, cornerbacks, left or right. But we do have Patrick Peterson. Uh, He had three interceptions last season, right? He had one of those situations where he's getting paid $14 million. He came out and said, hey, he have not heard from the organization that he will be traded or he will be let go or anything like that. But we can hear the rumblings in the news and the noise on the streets in the streets saying that they might get rid of Patrick Peterson. A.J. Abouye, he's 30 years old. He's second on everybody's list. But my number one target would be Justin. But Anthony Harris, he might be a, a guy that can fall short on the aspect back of the free agent pool. And if we can jump in and grab Anthony Harris, it would be a good situation for us because he brings in that type of pedigree. Another guy that's been on our radar for many of years, many of years, is this guy right here, Trey Boston. He's 29 years of age. He had one sack, two quarterback hits, one forced fumble in an interception last season. But Trey Boston, he's going to be around what you would think you would pay Xavier Woods, right? Six mil, six milli, as they call it out there on the streets. Either him, now this is another guy, Ricardo Allen. We know that he knows Dan Quinn. Familiarity is something that we cannot sleep on, right? Ricardo Allen may be a guy. He had two interceptions last year. He's a free agent. Would you be able to look at him? Let me take a look at his market value, Anthony Harris, because I didn't check his market value since they got it available. 14 mil, okay? That's a lot of coins, but I'm quite sure either him and you can pay a little bit more by 15 million for Justin Simmons. That would be good. Uh, These guys, these guys will help your team out. They don't have a market value for anybody else out here that I know that we might take a good look at. But let's look at uh, Patrick Peterson market value. 10 million. All right. So. Will you be able to pay for a 10 to 11 million guy that you're going to squeeze over and convert them over to a free safety or in the middle of the field as it relates to safety responsibility? Normally, that's a good situation when you see somebody this long in the tooth. Man, oh man, I think that the Cowboys really need this type of help on their team. I really think that this will help this team out in general. Now, on this list as well, let me pull it over from here, Cowboy Nation. I really appreciate you guys for, for looking into this. I really do. But we're going to look at this linebackers list. It's not a situation whereas we can say to ourselves, all right, cool, Cowboy Nation. We need linebacker help. But give or take, we can say to ourselves, all right, let's see what the linebackers are talking about. And – they got outside, inside, but we're going to look at the outside linebackers for first, and then we'll see what will generate on this list. Of course, uh, they're not taking an account of 4-3 three versus 3-4, three, but they have Von Miller out there. We talked about Von Miller before as an outside guy that we can probably bring in for a cup of coffee. 32 years of age, Bud Dupree. We already know the storyline with Bud Dupree, Melvin Ingram, and all of those boys. But I don't really see anybody outside of K.J. Wright, who's long in the tooth as well. He's 32. So that's more of the old news. Look at Sean Lee. I didn't know that he was 35, right? Oh, wow. Sean Lee is on this list. So let me go back into our inside linebacker. Let's see what we generate from here of who's the best available or the top available guys out here. Denzel, no, no. So it's slim, slim pickings on the linebacker pursuit. I don't see anybody that catch my eye or jump out to me. If you guys see somebody, let me know. Look at my dog over here, Joe Thomas. Hopefully he'll find his way and land on his feet correctly with the Cowboys again, bring him back for another cup of coffee. But outside of that, I don't see anybody I don't know if you guys can see Joe Thomas. There you go right there. You guys see Joe Thomas right here? Joe Thomas right there. So I don't think that uh we will play around with anything as relates to this on this spectrum of, of linebacker play. Cowboy Nation. I look at it in closing, as my dog Uncle Charles will say. In closing, Cowboy Nation. I feel I feel that this defense can pick up Dan Quinn's system. There will be a little slight growing pains for those who are new, but for the older players, they will probably pick up this system. So that may be a battle cry for Cheeto Awuzie to keep his job. It may be a battle cry for even Jordan Hip Pocket Lewis, if you can call him that, to keep his job here. And they might look at the whole entire picture with Xavier Woods, and he may be the odd man out, out of everybody. He may be the odd man out, but it'd be crazy if they keep Xavier Woods and let Cheeto and and not re-sign Jordan Lewis back, right? It could be a world of worlds like that. (laughs) But, you guys, uh, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know how you all feel of this. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. Like I said before, defense, 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 hey, It may be a situation where, as we look at it, if we can grab one veteran guy, maybe it'd be a Trey Boston, right, to help out this secondary, match him up with, dare I say, a Donovan Wilson. And on top of that, you go into this draft and you pick out somebody that could be a situation in a scenario. Let me know. Post me your thoughts down below. Let's go. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute.